It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Let's get into the Robert Sala report brought to you by Infinity.com and Slomans. Coach, it's Peter and Don. Michael's off today. How are you, bud? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Uh, we are doing really, really well. Where does where does this win rank for you among your, your wins so far as a head coach? Um, uh, definitely up there just, uh, you know, for the fans. And uh, I think it's cool. You know, it's, you know, they... I think we're what twelve uh, Eagles were twelve and zero against this franchise in its history, yeah. and uh, finally put an end to that. So I'm, I'm happy for all the fans who have been part of this for the duration, and all the fans that come up to me and talk about how they've been season ticket holders since 1960, and and obviously for ownership uh, that they that we can finally get that off that mark. And uh, so it was a fun one. I know you guys always believe in in yourself, but this is an extra special disadvantage, considering who's not playing in this game for you defensively. What adjustments did you have to make losing your two best corners in a game against the team that went to the Super Bowl five minutes ago? Um, you know what? I, uh, a lot of credit to, one, obviously always to the players because they're, they're the ones that are being asked to adjust. And uh, a lot of guys yesterday played a lot of positions that they've never played before, not since high, not since high school anyway. And um, and then credit obviously to the coaching staff with Brick and Tony Oden just to get it organized and uh, and Marquand Manuel to get it organized in a way that um, was was easily digestible for the players uh, and being able to put them in position to where they could be successful in the in the with all the changes being made. So it wasn't easy. It all happened in the last second because the uh, it was kind of a disaster on Thursday's practice. Uh, with Thursday's practice, it ended up being a disaster, and we really didn't get an idea until Saturday morning. So there was a lot of last second changes. Um, and then obviously the brick, just calling the game. I guess that you have four, four healthy corners. So that puts you in strain because a lot of those guys have to play special teams because guys are down gunner reps, safety's playing gunner, safety's playing nickel, safety's playing corner, um, nickel's playing corner. Uh, there's a lot of different things happening, uh, with regards to moving parts and, uh, a lot of different personnel groupings. So credit to everybody. It was uh, it was quite the roller coaster, but uh, well executed. What's the ceiling for this team if the defense can play that way? Um, well, shoot, if we can turn out those uh, performances where you're getting four turnovers and you're and you're playing clean ball. I mean, the sky's the limit, right? I mean, that's uh, that's always going to be a winning formula if you can take the ball away that many times and uh, and play clean ball on offense, but. You know, offense has been getting better. You know, and um, you know, I I know it might not seem like it to everybody, but it's close. You know, we've, you know, we can we can criticize our red zone woes, or we can look mm -hmm. at the positive and say, you know what, we've gotten to the red zone nine times in the last two games. That's pretty freaking good in this league. And um, and so we can look at the failures of the red zone, or we can look at the positives which we have been getting there. And now let's find ways to get it across the end zone and and tell the truth about the things that we need to do better in those situations. And when you really look at it and you digest it and you watch the tape, it's close. We're freaking close. And uh, we just got to stick to the plan, stick to the stick to the messaging, stick to the belief, and uh, 
and just trust in one another, trust in our our, our ability, and eventually that ball's going to get in the end zone offensively, and it's going to be fun to watch. Now, the, the easy answer for us on the outside looking in, Coach, is the red zone woes are basically as simple as you've got less field to defend if you're the defense. Is it as simple as that, or is there something else that makes you struggle inside the 20? You know, um, against Denver, it felt like Denver did a nice job in minimizing our ability to play in the red zone. I felt like maybe we probably uh, pulled off the gas a little bit in terms of um, uh, not being aggressive to push the ball into the end zone. Uh, yesterday was different in the sense that um, it felt like we just shot ourselves in the foot. You know, you had the Lazard crackback block, uh, a little iffy. If he just shows a little mm-hmm. bit more leniency, I think he doesn't get called, but uh, but he's definitely not trying to blow the guy up. He's just trying to get in the way and protect himself, too, from, from contact. Um uh, the sack that Zach took on the boot uh, with the miscommunication, not having the flat threat there that was supposed to, that he was looking for, uh, got caught up in the mess. And, um, you know, so those are two situations right there where now you might be, you know, you have two different drives where now you're first and goal inside the 10-yard line. Let's see what happens. Instead, we're kicking field goals, and we go instead of three or four in the red zone, we're one or four in the red zone, and, you know, it just changes the the, the entire uh uh, landscape or the entire picture of what the uh, offense had done, especially in the second half. So, you know, just little things here and there. You had uh, offsides penalties that, you know, you go from third and six to third and 11. You get, you know, just little things where we're just shooting ourselves in the foot, a lot of self-inflicted wounds and um, uh, things that we've got to clean up on that side of the ball that I think we will as the season progresses. What are you What are you seeing from Zach? I mean, yesterday wasn't necessarily the, a game that you send straight to the Hall of Fame, but what I've noticed over the last few weeks, Coach, is he's just not making the same mistakes, and I'm also starting to sense a bit of a, a, a higher level of camaraderie between him and his teammates. Um, do you agree, and, and what are you seeing from Zach recently? No, I, I do. You know, he's, um, he's, he's, being, he's satisfied with boring, which is awesome, uh, <laughs> being able to take those shots. But, but at the same time, you know, we – you know, we took some shots. You know, you had the double move to Garrett, that unbelievable catch on the sideline where he gave him a chance to get, uh, make that one-on-one reception. Um, you know, so we're still pushing the ball downfield when we can, and uh, and he's throwing accurately. He's getting it to his outlets. He's scrambling when he needs to. He's protecting the ball. And, um, you know, the the big plays are going to happen. You know, teams are, you know, Brees is a, is a home run hitter, and he's a threat every time he touches the ball. And, um you know, as we continue to balance and find out, find our rhythm, uh, things are going to get explosive in a hurry. And uh, it's just fun to watch because he's, he is incrementally getting better. And I know like looking at it, fans and, and coaches and teammates, and like, of course you want, you want to see leaps and like, you want to be great now, but you know, the, the, the truth of it is he is getting better. He's, he's, becoming more confident in his play style. He's becoming more secure in his ability to look inward and hold himself accountable to the things that he can do better. And uh, and I think he's garnering a lot of respect from inside the locker room because of it. I think he's practicing his butt off, which eventually is going to transfer to the, to the games at a high, higher le- or at a greater level. And, you know, so, you know, just continue getting better, continue to ride the wave and, uh, you know, um, you've, you've got an opportunity here in the second half of the season to do something special. Happy to have a bye, considering where it is in the schedule, or do you wish you had a game, considering what you were able to accomplish yesterday? Um, you always want a later bye, but at the same time, I think this one's just in time. You know, we're we're a little bit beat up. You know, we got uh, 
with our three corners out, you know, getting them. And then Michael Carter obviously hurting a little bit. You know, we need the extra week to get our get that, that secondary healthy. I think we can get them all back by, by next week, hopefully. Um, beat up. Hopefully we get a chance to get some of those guys back. Our D-line, just a chance for them to get fresh as we make the second half push. Um, you know, and, and then obviously – it is it is good timing because after the bye, we've got what feels like three consecutive weeks where we're playing on a short week. Um, you know, you game followed by a Sunday game, which is a short week, followed by a Friday game. You know, so there's a there's a lot of short weeks ahead of us, and so we need all this all this break we can get. Uh, a lot was made obviously yesterday. The second Rich Samini posted that video of of Aaron Rodgers chucking it around on the sideline before the game. First of all. What do you make of seeing that? Do you believe we could actually see this guy at some point this year? And also, are precautions made so this guy doesn't get run over on the sideline and, and get more injured? You know, he's um, I I don't know. I I know like I dealt with Sherm right. Sherm was uh he came off the Achilles um when I was at the San Francisco, and I've always said it's a two year injury, you know, and. uh I know people who have had Achilles injuries that are just in, are just texting me and just in awe that he's even walking. So, um, you know, he's 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 got his mindset to him. He's on a mission, and um, you know, when he's on, I asked him, "Did you want if you want to be on the sideline or in, or in the box?" And he preferred the sideline. And you trust that he'll keep his his way. I think he stood behind the ball, which kept him safe. But uh, um, He's on a mission, so I'm not going to put anything past him, but uh, it's, it's cool to watch the drive he has to, to get back on the field, which is a testament to how much he cares for this team and how much he plays and loves the game of football. You know, he's, you know, nobody will fault him if he can't make it back, but he's still trying to prove to the world that he can, and that's, I think that's a testament to the kind of character he is, the love he has for this locker room, and uh, and the love he has for football. I was a little surprised after the game because you're not much of a of a smack talker, but like after the game when you were talking about the defense and the great quarterbacks that you faced and, and you threw the word that you've embarrassed them out there, uh, that was nothing wrong with that. Did you mean to be that aggressive? Are you cool with having that out there? You know, I'm, 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 I was probably a little aggressive. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a little a little emotional on game day, but um, I, you know what, I'm, I'll stand by the fact that we – you know, defensively, our guys have made it really hard on quarterbacks. You know, obviously, Dak got us. I think, not. I think I know he got us pretty good. He did a really nice job. And uh, but, you know, we've had opportunities. We played uh, some really, really good quarterbacks, Josh Allen, and I've got so much respect for those guys. Obviously, Mahomes and uh, Hurts, and uh, to make their life hard on game day uh, when they're just putting up points everywhere is a testament to the guys. And I'm proud of our guys. You know, I think. You know, they should have confidence that, it. you know, it's not about who we play. It's about them dealing with us and just continuing to cultivate that message that we're pretty freaking good, too. And it's not about who we play. It's it's about them having to deal with us and uh, and just having that mindset. But, um, you know, it's probably a little aggressive and uh, which I try not to be. But uh, but at the same time, I I do think um, it this defense should be recognized for how well it's played when you look at all the top 10 offenses that we've played here in the first six weeks. And, uh, and like I said, we haven't won them all. You know, you look at the schedule and say, man, we could be four and two, could have been even five and one if we got a couple of bounces or calls uh, put our way. But, uh, but that's the NFL. Like Bill Parcells said, you are what your record says you are. But uh, uh, definitely a lot of things to, 
a lot of positives to look at uh, as we move forward. Well, considering where we were all uh, at five and a half weeks ago and how everything looked and felt after that Monday night game to where we are now, uh, three and three, pretty cool stuff. Uh, Coach, enjoy a well-deserved break. We'll talk to you on the other side. Take care, man. Thank you, guys. All right, man. There he is. That is Robert Sala of your New York Jets, and that's the Robert Sala Report brought to you by Infinity.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity O, a QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. And Sloman's. Sloman's has low-priced home heating oil for all New York football fans. Low prices, zero sacrifices for 100 years. Sloman's has been a staple in home comfort. Call 1-866-OIL-DEAL. 